Hey, what's up everybody? This is Ming Chen from Comic Book Ben, and you're listening to Best Threesome Ever. Find Best Threesome Ever on Facebook. Uh, search Best Threesome Ever. That's three with the number three. It is my favorite podcast. Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. Number one rule, Fight Club. Don't talk about Fight Club. But yet everybody talks about the movie. Weird. All right, here we go. Best Threesome Ever, episode 132, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And here we are with another action-packed episode. Boy, uh, boy are we lucky. How so? Our, our parents got to watch fucking the, the, the moon landing, the first steps on the moon, and we got to watch some dragon in a human form ride a dick to space for five minutes. It's... <laughs> truly fucking wondrous. Yeah. Did you yeah. not know you should have had the cut version? Because then, because the other one would have more uh, drag on it. I mean, just come on. <laughs> Aerodynamics, people. Aerodynamics. <laughs> I I love it too because he did this whole press conference for those not understanding what we're talking about. It's fucking Jeff Bezos and his stupid penis rocket. I think they knew who I was talking about when I said dragon in human form. Well, fair enough. Um, I think my favorite part was his press conference. Because he was just so excited and just like, I've gone to space. I'm one of the, I'm the first big, super rich dudes to do it. And I'm like, first of all, sir, Richard Branson did it like a week ago. And he didn't do like. And he's been doing space shit for a while. He has. And here's, here's the funny thing. Like Richard Branson, also fucking toxic corporate billionaire, but whatever. At least he understands that he is and tries his best to do what he can to not fucking A, rub it in people's faces and tries to do stuff to give back or at least uh, expand and diversify so that, you know, his stuff is also going to environmental stuff and all the good philanthropic things because he has really turned his career into more philanthropy at this point. And like his speech from space was like, it's really inspirational of like to all the kids down there. Um, I, I, I'm just a person and I came up to space and this is so cool. And I, I hope you all get to do this someday. And, you know, I really hope that this is one of the first steps towards us really getting real honest space travel and commercial space travel. Bezos comes out with his fucking uh, press conference and goes, I want to thank all of the Amazon customers and workers for helping me get here. It's like, buddy, buddy, you just, I am someone, here someone, on the mountain of gold from your blood, sweat and tears. <laughs> yeah. I have done very little. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's and just, just like, that's not to say Branson isn't like, you know, fucking, Eat the rich, goddammit. Like, Branson is right up there, you know, he's getting carved up like filet mignon. But, like, Bezos is... Bezos is first on the smoker, my friend. To be fair, they're not, like, in space space. They're, like, on the edge of space, like where our B-2 fucking spy bombers fly. Edge of space is still spacey. It's dark. The stars, gravity's weird. Like, yeah. I just think it's... Actually, I just think it's uh, Branson, Bezos, and Musk are just fighting to see who's the first uh, world supervillain, honestly. Just because I think... 
Musk isn't going to do it because he was Bezos like... Bezos already looks like fucking Lex Luthor, man. Yeah, it's, I, I'm, I know. And uh, and I think Branson's w- trailing way behind at this point. He does good things, at least. I can I mean, make fun of these guys for... It's a cover. Know, how, <laughs> it's cover. How Fair shitty enough. and stupid this is, all I want. But if I had the opportunity to go up in one of these things, I would do it in a fucking heartbeat. Same. Peace out. I'm going to space. Fuck you. Same. I, w- I would, too, accept that whole, like, mm, this might blow up thing. I don't know. Even then, I mean, whatever. I go out in a blaze of glory, whatever. Well, <laughs> will be on a plaque somewhere. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Can Bezos be on my that flight then? I'm see, fine with that. See, and that's why I think Elon Musk isn't going to space because he's like, these two fuckers can go to space and blow themselves up and then it'll just be me. Like I said, it's a race to be the world's first supervillain and the three of them are competing. So I'm just... I Again, I state that like I, I do not think it's a race between the three of them. I do think it's a race between the two of them, Musk and Bezos, but like, I don't know. Brent, it's just a cover, man. Like, I, like all, all right. like all good supervillains, they they're the <laughs> least the like, guy. They go, we didn't expect him to be the villain, we didn't expect him to do bad things, but he, he did. He has this amazing like world in his head right now about Branson, and I just I love it. I love it, and I I appreciate your point of view, and I I don't agree with you, but like it's fascinating. I hope I I hope I get that cynical one day. <laughs> Well, I mean, it sounds meaner than I mean it. Actually, Elon Musk is not the dude from The Simpsons. Not not the dude from The Simpsons. Uh, what was his name? The Montgomery Burns. No, Scorpio. Scorpio. Thank you. Oh, sure. I mean, he he gave us a flamethrower. He he's, gave it. He's not even like the guy from Iron Man three or Star Trek, and that was him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was him. Uh, playing him. He's not even that guy. Right. Yeah. So we're going to do our episode a little bit different today. We're going to do our normal kind of shtick for a little bit, and then we're going to do a double um, a double hander here. We're going to do a, a two-fister. He, he loves to try. <laughs> <laughs> he sure uh, Love it. Uh, we're we're going to do like a couple's massage where you <laughs> double happy ending. A double happy ending. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. A two-fisted happy ending. Uh, uh, we're quick, gonna- before we get too far into that, you meant Iron Man 2. Whichever fucking one yeah. he was in. At the late night, in- double features, Pictures. sexy podcast. Oh, sure. I think, no, I think, who, which one are you thinking of? What character were you thinking of? Elon, Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Plain Elon Musk. Right. And they talk about him in Star Trek, too. Like, he was some fucking god of tech. Yeah, he was right. Iron Man 3. No, it's 2. At the racetrack. Oh, I think at Monaco. Right. I'm pretty oh, sure okay. he's right. Yeah. yeah. He's at Monaco. Whatever. Meh. Anyways. Uh, at the Monaco. At the Monaco. Uh, I have to go back and watch that now. Because I've recently gotten into Do F1. You? Well, I've gotten into F1, and so Should now I want to know Watch the, 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 the Formula movie with Thor in it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rush. Yeah. Rush. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about it, and I've been told to watch it. I just haven't yet. Did Ron Howard do that movie? Ford? I don't know who I don't did think it, but it's, it's, yeah, it. it's, it's Thor and Zemo playing, uh, like, 70s F1 drivers, which is super cool. Sure. Ford versus Ferrari was actually really good. I was actually surprised at how good it was. I just happened to watch it one day, and I was but like, that's oh, not that's Formula One. It's no, not it's Formula One, but it's about the uh, pretty big step in, uh, in American uh, in American automotive. racing. Oh, yeah, American Automotives. Also in, not Formula One, but uh, racing. Uh, one of my favorite movies as a kid was uh, Days of Thunder. <laughs> really? State your case. I, I don't know. I just liked it. I liked uh, 
I, I thought Tom Cruise was good in it. I was obsessed with Mellow Yellow, and it was the Mellow Yellow car and a good action. And car. I learned about rubbing versus versus hitting. Rubbing is racing. Uh, I can still hear Nicole Kidman going, "Let me out of the car, Cole. Let me out of the car." You know. So it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. It's, I don't know. It stuck with me as a kid. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I've never seen it. I, I just—it's a movie. That's what I've heard. No. Uh, I will take cocktail dreams. Sure Thank is you. a film. It sure is. Is at that least it? It's cocktail no, dreams. No far. At least no co- cocktail. Cocktail. It's just called cocktail. Yeah, it's just yeah. called cocktail. Referring I will to take the, cocktail. Thank you. And that's even. I would rather watch Days of Thunder than cocktail. Yeah. No. Yeah. Even though Beach Boys are in it, okay. I'd rather watch Days of Thunder. Cocktail is a boring ass movie with some titties in it. It's about a dude that just is arrogant dude who fucking flips cocktails who they f- fight over a girl. I, you and I watched two very different movies. Apparently. apparently we did. Yeah. What's so great about Cocktail? I really like Cocktail. I think Cocktail's a smart film. Um, and, and it's it's got weird, cool hand Luke Color of Money vibes to it. Which is what? weird because Color of Money also starred Tom Cruise. Did. But the old guy wasn't, what's his name? It was Paul Newman. But still, like. I don't know if Paul Newman was in uh, Color cool of Money. Hand, cool Hand Luke. Yeah. It's technically a sequel. How is it? Yeah, technically. Yeah. Fun fact, a little experiment, uh, Tom Cruise related. Uh, risky business. Picture the dance scene in your mind. Okay. The, the, the underwear scene. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Picture it in your mind. Picture Tom Cruise sliding in on that floor. I'm going to close my eyes for this. Hang on. Yeah. All right. Perfect. All Can right. you see it in your mind's eye? Yeah. What's he wearing? He's wearing a button-down shirt and uh, white drawers and socks and his sunglasses, Ray-Bans. What color is the shirt? Uh, it's like an off-white pinkish. No, it isn't. It's a blue. Nope, it is pink. No, he is not wearing Ray-Ban sunglasses. Is he it's not? No. very pink, not wearing sunglasses. Really? Really. He wears sunglasses a lot throughout the film, and I think that's where the association came from. But but like when the people like parried it, they're always wearing sunglasses. Because he's because he's wearing Ray Bans uh, throughout most of the movie, and he's wearing it. I think on the cover art for oh, it. Okay, okay. So that's uh. where I think the association comes in. Uh, uh, but yeah, he is interesting. Not at all uh, wearing uh, sunglasses, Dude. and the shirt is not white. It is very pink. Huh. I will fast forward to the scene. <laughs> While he's doing that, uh, we are going to, uh, going back to what I was originally saying. Yeah, Our episode is going to be a little bit different. Oh, yeah, there it is. He's not wearing sunglasses. Hey, you can cut this out if you like. Um, wow, that is a bright pink. Okay, I also, for whatever reason, my brain f- said it was fully open, not half buttoned. And, and that's, that's why is the cover for it is yep. him and his Ray-Ban sunglasses, yep. yeah. and he's the one who made them cool. And- of course, yeah. he did that between that movie and uh, Top Gun and his Ray-Bans. Well, he is wearing aviators. aviators. The aviators made by Ray Ban. Yeah. Oh well, that's. But I mean, when it, okay. <laughs> when I think of Ray Bans, I think of risky business. I don't think of Top Gun. Like Fair I, when I think of aviator sunglasses, I think of Top Gun. Sure. But like, not aviators made by Ray Ban. Just that style of glass. Right. Yeah. So a little bit so different podcast uh, today. Yeah. A little <laughs> bit different. Drink, Drink, you sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, Two bit, shots. A little bit different. Uh, we're gonna we're going to do a normal little spiel for a bit, and then we're going to spoil the shit out of uh, both Black Widow and then Loki. Um, I'm a Black Widow, baby. Do, 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 do. 
And oddly enough, today is uh, Robin Williams' birthday. The day that we were recording is Robin Williams' birthday. Yeah. yeah, he would have been 70 today. Would have been 70. It's also very smoky out, and the world smells like barbecue. It is. It does. And it's uh, affecting my nostrils, and, and not in a good way. Um, so Earth, if you could knock it off, that'd be great. <laughs> Canada, if you'd stop burning, please. Like, all the way down to like Oregon, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm just going to blame Oregon. Cause blame Canada. Oregon has it coming. <laughs> Do they? My 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 blame. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was going to start off by asking you guys, kind of like what you used to do, Rob, on your old show about like a geek fight kind of thing. But I saw this and I, it it it, po- it uh, poked my curiosity. Who would win in a fight between Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman? Captain Marvel. No, I will not explain myself. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a. I, I mean, it's it. It really depends on a lot of factors. Um, Captain Marvel has more um, like powers to her, like she uh-huh. has ranged attacks and whatever. But I believe Wonder Woman is stronger. Probably, I would. Uh, but I think uh, Captain Marvel might be sturdier. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's a toss up. I mean. One. Hey, uh, right. I mean, she did get knocked around a little bit by uh, Thanos and the, you know. I think push comes to shove. But I'm going to give it to Marvel. I would give it to yeah. Marvel. Not by much, though. No, not by much. Yeah. I still will not explain myself. I don't have to. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't ask you to show your work. And then the ladies kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and never mind. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, you meant... Oh, I see. Okay. Well, this is embarrassing. (laughs) Awkward moment. (laughs) Awkward moments in podcasting. I'm really sad I never got to watch Spider-Man just throw the Hulk. Right? Yeah, because canonically he's stronger than the Hulk. Well, he's... I I don't know if he's stronger than the Hulk. The Hulk is stronger, but he's strong enough to easily lift and throw the Hulk. Okay. Um, Spider-Man is very strong, but Hulk is... Stronger, okay. uh, but like I just all I wanted was for him to just yeet the Hulk. Hmm. Fair enough. And then the gentleman kiss. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rob. keep it fair. No, Rob. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So where are we? Uh, who knows anymore? <laughs> I don't have a lot on the list, so um, I just saw today that Leslie Grace was cast as Batgirl for the HBO Max movie Batgirl or the Batgirl part. Which Leslie Grace? Why do I know that? Oh, in the, in Heights. the Heights. Yeah, yeah. And that that was like her what, basically a breakout role. She's been in a couple things, but not much. Right. Uh, Leslie Grace, her breakout role was in the Heights. Uh, well, I, I would call it her her strongest role to date. She's been yeah. in a couple of things, but they've been pretty she's small. Aw- she's excellent in that movie, too. But I assume it'll be a Barbara Gordon or... Uh, maybe? I don't know. It just said that she was playing Batgirl. That's all I saw. I would assume, I since would they've made the so commish no. uh, Jeffrey Wright. So Will it... Uh, do we know if it's going to be DCEU? It's on HBO Max, so probably fall somewhere, somewhere. So it, I mean, it could I, be that means nothing. It could, it, that could be yes. Exactly. That could be no. Because I mean, we've seen the stills from uh, the Flash movie with yeah. uh, with the new Supergirl, which mm-hmm. now makes yep. uh, both Batgirl and Supergirl Latina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, there have been some promo shots of uh, a Batmobile in the Flash movie. Okay. Um, it is the 89 Batmobile, a little Ooh. souped up. Oh, sweet. 
<sighs> best Batmobile ever. Oh, all right. Um, I hate the 89 Batman movie so much, but the Batmobile is fucking tight. Yeah. I don't understand your hate for it. Because I, I think that um, while I enjoy Tim Burton and a lot of his work, I don't think he should have been allowed to touch Batman. Okay. Um, as much as I love Prince, he had no business being in a Batman movie, much Correct. less the majority of the soundtrack of it. It is not the right vibe. It's not the right style. It's not the right feel. Um, I don't care if they used... The, it for like a Joker scene, it's not right. Okay. Um, the, the bat dance is <laughs> while fun to to watch and fun to laugh at. <laughs> when you when you really bring it back to earth, was a fucking travesty. Yeah, I don't I I don't I don't care much for it. I I think it's kookier, but I like I actually like Batman Returns a little bit better. I was gonna say, in defense of Batman '89, uh, Jack Nicholson, I think. Gave us a very interesting portrayal of the Joker. He gave uh, us the gangster version, the which gangster I appreciate. version, which I appreciate. No one else has done it since, because I think everyone has also been sort of like, "Well, that's our definitive version at this point." And so, no one's really done gangster Joker since him. But also, Danny Elfman's score is iconic. Yeah the 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 Danny yeah. Elfman score is wonderful. I think um, I really like. Michael Keaton as Batman. I was going to say, Michael Keaton I as I didn't Batman. much care for him as Bruce Wayne. Uh, he was too cherub-faced, I guess. And he okay. just, he, he, he had a lot of the, you know, the, the, the Michael Keaton-isms where he's a, sure. a little spazzy. Well, and at the time, he was He would have made a great Joker, I feel. Seeing what I am, now that he's aged and his style has changed a little bit, I think he will make uh, an incredible aged Batman. Okay. Yeah. Um, especially since his, uh, especially since he was the vulture, yeah. um, I, I feel he has a better scope of what it means to be in a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Birdman, for that matter. And Birdman, for that matter. So good. So good. But yeah, it. Um, uh, seeing the old Batmobile was 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 tight. Yeah. And uh, I'll see if I can find the pictures of it because holy cool. shit. Uh, when is that? Uh, when is the other Batman movie supposed to be released? Twenty twenty two. It did get pushed back a little yeah. bit. Yep. Um, uh, a COVID. Robert Pattinson B. got got COVID. Yeah, so they, had to, they had to halt for a while. Can imagine. Yeah, can imagine they'd have to halt for a while for that. And over the last two nights, I watched all five Twilight movies. That was fun. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it was because it was fun. It was a fun thing to do with my roommate, Kalen. Fair enough. Fair. Not good. The, uh, <laughs> oh, the Renezme uh, the face thing they did with that baby uh, did not look great then. Looks worse now. <laughs> I could not stop laughing my whole life. <laughs> you had to watch Twilight. Ugh. Didn't have to. Chose to. Chose to. Chose to. <laughs> well, like, it's, and I was, it's good I to was, be precise about these things. I was playing Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. And I kept not playing because I was too busy watching the masterpiece <laughs> that was playing next to it. Oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear. Uh, well, speaking of things that suck, um, apparently Jackass 4 is happening. It is. You know, I saw the trailer for it, and I got to say, I think I might be into it. Yeah, same. I was never really into Jackass. I, I You know, I'd seen pieces of it here and um, there, and I, you know, I was like, ha, ha, you know. Right. Nuts. 
Yeah, idiots um, doing stupid things out now the that world. They're, now that they're old, yeah. I'm much more intrigued by it <laughs> to watch them actually like get hurt. We can only do one a piece because probably going to really hurt yourself. <laughs> These yeah. old bitches are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear Steve-O scream sober. I don't, I don't know what that sounds like. Oh, yeah, he's very sober. It's funny to lost, well, have him. There was a, what was, that, what was I watching? But it was like him, and he would watch like old episodes of like Jackass, and he would describe like what was going on. He was like, I was fucking high as shit for every single one of those episodes. And His episode of Hot Ones is probably my favorite. Yeah. Um, him and, him and uh, Alton, uh, Alton Brown, and obviously Nick Offerman. But. And uh, he was also on a couple episodes of Game Grumps. Yeah, uh, and those are there's a good episode, especially because <laughs> you can't see him. So I hear is this voice throughout the entire episode. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's pretty funny. He sounds like he's had a tracheotomy. His neck is fine, mind you. <laughs> right. I sent the the pics to uh, the group chat. By Excellent. Way, yes. I do want to mention another uh, film that's coming out. Um, documentary that, uh, that we dropped a trailer a little bit ago. The voiceover is spectacular uh, for this trailer because it's. The documentary is called Val for Val Kilmer's documentary. Yes, yeah. I did see that that's coming yeah. out. I am I'm going to watch that. I'm uh, not much of a docu guy. Me neither, but like, no, that's not true. I love documentaries. I was going to say, <laughs> fucking liar. <laughs> I, I, just, I just wanted to g- do the give and take and, sure. and answer you, and I was just like, wait, that's not fucking true. Um, but it's, it's an interesting concept because... Basically, he wrote and directed it all himself because it's a bunch of home movies and home video stuff because he always had a camera on set. And so, like, there's footage. The, the trailer shows some footage of him on set at, like, Top Gun and, and Batman and, like, him just running around doing, doing movies. And Is there like, a video of him on Real Genius? I am not sure. I think so. Any of you really know what that movie is? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, of course. Um, but the voiceover is, is, uh, talking about like, yeah, my name is Val Kilmer. And I'm watching it. And like when I first watched the trailer, I'm like, that's someone doing voiceover. Cause I know what Val Kilmer sounds like now. For those that don't know, Val Kilmer, uh, had just horrifically painful throat cancer mm-hmm. and had to get a tracheotomy. And he sounds, he talks with a talk box now, and mm-hmm. he just, his voice is ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, a lot of, it seems like a lot of the thesis of the film is he made this movie to refine his voice since he doesn't have one anymore. Hmm. Um, but I thought it was an interesting choice to, to use like a very clean cut all-American voice as his voice, which I thought was interesting. But yeah. Um, it's his son. Is it his son? Jack Kilmer. That makes so much more hmm. sense now. I was just going to say, I th- is it I thought you were leading up to that and you weren't getting to the point fast enough, no. so I had to look it up. No, I just, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, that makes so much more sense, though. Hmm. And why it actually sounds a bit like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm interested in that documentary. <laughs> I want to see it. Uh, I'm I'm very excited for the Green Knight. It's oh, coming yeah. up soon. Um, I am unreasonably stoked for this film. Uh, visually, it kind of reminds me of a of a movie called Titus that came out quite a while ago uh, about one of the last uh, Roman emperors. 
But um, yeah, fucking, this movie looks incredible, and I'm I'm very very excited for it. Well, I have strong feelings about Dev Patel. Yeah. I love him as an actor. I think he's amazing. Ever since I saw him in Slumdog Millionaire, <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought he was amazing in that movie. But I but he was also in the newsroom. He's done a couple other things here and there since. He's very good. Uh, he was. In the Shamalama Ding Dong Avatar, sure was Zuko. That was a choice. Sure was. Um, yeah, that was a choice. Anyways, I like his career for the most part. He wasn't bad in that movie. The rest of the movie was fucking terrible. But he can't be faulted for that. He played it to to a T, in my opinion. All right, Good we're opinion. filling this space more than you expected. I think. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, we can move on. Because that's all I had on my list, unless you guys have something else. Uh, one more thing. A um, couple interesting promo picks. You already sent us the one of uh, Thor. Jesus. Uh, and <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder. Dude is absolutely <laughs> massive. He's, he's huge. He uh, sure is. He is. I mean, he started out big, but he's, he's now a bigger. Almost actual, like, comic book Thor size. Yes. Yeah. 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 The more information about the black and gold suit, um, a couple of toys have leaked a few things that it can do, um, and I believe he has a, um, a a power weapon from Doctor Strange's vault. Huh. Uh, it looks like he has a bracer, and he's in, and he has webs that are doing magic shit. So interesting. I don't know. Maybe Mordo is right. Hmm. Um. But the, and there's there's rumor that he's going to be in the Spider-Man movie as well, um, possibly just as kind of a, a, a jump in. But Doctor Strange, uh, no, uh, Mordo will be. Oh, in, Mordo, gotcha. In, in fucking Spider-Man. Oh, so, sure. Um, and there was a bunch of changes to Charlie Cox's schedule that are making people think that he is absolutely in this film. Hmm. Hmm. Likely as Matt Murdock. Sure. God, I hope so. I would hope so. so uh, still no goddamn trailer. Nope. I was nope. I was, as of I this was, recording, wrong. Which, to be fair, uh, it's July twenty first. If the trailer drops on July twenty second, I'm going to just murder. <laughs> I mean, the, twice now we've we've figured it's going to come out right yep. after our podcast, and it and it hasn't. <coughs> yep. So and oddly enough, didn't come out for Black Widow. Like it we didn't. Uh, well, no. yeah, my my prediction was very wrong. Yeah, I thought it was going right. to be either after Loki or after Black Widow. Neither of those things is true. It's the next movie in the in the cycle at this point. It's got to be, and if it's not, or is Eternals next? I think Eternals next. And for some reason, I thought um, Shang Chi's coming. Shang Chi's coming out soon. Yeah, that'll come, that'll come out before Spider Man. Yeah, I think that comes out like in August. Yeah, does it really? Yeah, because so. yeah. I mean, they, we've already seen trailers for it, so it's already coming out. Yeah, a couple of them. The new one. Yeah, the new one was really good. Yeah, we talked about that yeah. with the, on the last one. With the, the the Hulk character, August sixteenth, twenty twenty one. Fascinating. Also, the uh, Snake Eyes yeah. came out of nowhere and is coming out in like a fucking week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like here's a trailer. Oh, by the way, it's coming out the day after tomorrow. Oh, uh, cool. But, uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. they. I don't know if they expect it to do well. It sounds like they're dumping it. Yeah, honestly. Which is, which is too bad because it, it looks like it's better than either of the regular G.I. Joe movies. Probably. Though the second one was admittedly better than the first. Yeah. yeah. I, I think they were trying to pull a Bumblebee, but... Yeah, and it just... I, I think... Because uh, uh, people, uh, you know... 
Not that they don't care about Snake Eyes, but I think they just like, do, do we need this movie? I mean, we don't really. I don't think we do. I, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting, you know, some cool G.I. Joe shit and some cool fucking Snake Eyes martial arts shit. Uh, that's about all I'm expecting from that movie. Some good action it's scenes. A, the, and it's funny because the, the openings of, of the trailer for Snake Eyes and Shang-Chi are, are similar-ish. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll see. I think I, we got a new Scarlet, so yeah, there we go. And uh, Baroness. And a bar- new Baroness, that's right. Because the other Scarlet went and made, uh, you know, the Orville went into space. More people going into space. <laughs> Jesus. Sure, sure. <laughs> Actually, she was Lady Jane. That's a lie. She was Lady Jane. Uh, the other Scarlet from the first one, who knows what the fuck happened to her. Nobody knows. She wasn't in the second one. Uh, you're talking about... Um, uh, God, I think it's Michelle Nichols. Somebody that Michelle I Nichols. want to meet in real she life. She was an alias. Yeah. And then she was in that not very good Conan movie with Jason Momoa. Uh, she was the Orion girl in the Star Trek first reboot movie. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a pretty big fan of hers. Yeah. Hmm. She's pretty. Um, for a little bit of reference here... Um, Oh, Samara Weaving is Scarlet. Hmm. There you go. Uh, Shang-Chi comes out September 3rd, Eternals November 5th, and Spider-Man... It's October, I believe. October? No. December? Yep. Uh, December 17th. Really? Yep. Right before... Well, it's gotten pushed back then, because I know it was October. But we've got a trailer. We've had a trailer for Shang-Chi. We've had a trailer for Eternals at this point. Couple for Eternals now. Couple for Eternals now, and uh, nothing, nothing for Spider Man yet. Uh, well, hold on, man. Top billing on IMDb is J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then Zendaya is married as was well, MJ, and then Tom Holland is Peter Parker. Oh sure. He ain't coming out this one. Sorry, we're gonna lose Tom Holland. I. I don't agree with you. Well, think about it. The first one was called Homecoming. He, he, he went to Homecoming. The second one was Far From Home. He was Far From Home. This one is No Way Home. He's not coming home. I understand that, but I think you're being pessimistic. And literal. And literal. Because he, he didn't really go to Homecoming. He passed through Homecoming. Yep. The second one, he was really far from home. Yeah. <laughs> sure you're was. being... Sure, sure was. was. <laughs> sure was, buddy. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I agree with Kevin. I think you're being too literal. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think, yes, there may be, this may be the transition that Sony is using to get away from MCU and go to their Sony verse (laughs) or whatever the fuck the name of their stupid multiverse is. But, um, I was hoping for more like a torch pass to like a Miles Morales or a... We'll see. I don't think we're going to get it, but... Be because nice Sony also owns Miles Morales. No, no. Well, I mean, that and, and, and Peter's still so young, it would be silly not to utilize him more. I'm with yeah. you. I don't, want him to, I don't want him not to come home. I, I, I want him to come home. I want more Tom Holland. And he has more on the contract, so I don't think he's going yeah. anywhere. And a fourth film is in development. You're a fourth film. I don't know what I meant by that. I don't know what you meant by that either. Anyways, all right, moving on. Speaking of, there have been uh, cute winks to the camera that that Deadpool might show up. (laughs) 
Oh, that's something we haven't talked about. Um, so there was a um, there was another sort of trailery thing, kind of a bit tra- of marketing for marketing. Um, Free Guy, yeah. and it was like it was in the style of a React video, and it starred Deadpool and Cork, played by Ryan Reynolds and Taika Waititi, who are both in the movie Free Guy. Um, I posted that 36 minutes after it was posted onto YouTube. Did you really? To both my page and Twin Cities Geeks. Awesome. Well, do you want to do you want to talk about it? Because I mean, they, I mean, there's not much to say. They they basically did the same thing that Deadpool did for the Cruella Deville, um, the trailer where he he makes fun of it. But this one, because uh, Taika Waititi is also obviously in Free Guy, mm-hmm. um, they decided to do a little collaboration between Deadpool and Korg. Right. Uh, which sort of serves as a soft backdoor. Uh, yeah, a soft introduction of Deadpool yeah. into the MCU. Yeah, Deadpool went in through the back door, of course. Yep, like he does. Like he does. Like he does. Shall we do new nerd grabs? Uh, yeah, we can do nerd grabs real quick, and then we'll go on to spoil uh, Black Widow and Loki. So yeah, um, nerd grabs. I ain't got much. I got I got a new fridge because our old fridge died in the yeah office. new fridge. So I got a new fridge. Do not sit here. Yeah, don't sit there. You have to keep social distancing from my fridge. Um, good, I will not. Uh, so, yeah, that was about my only nerd grab, really. Uh, yeah, that was my only nerd grab. I think anything else. Right. Any fridge for the office is it. Unexpectedly. Unexpected nerd grab. Okay, so I uh, got a couple things. I got two DVD sets um, to finally round out my collection. I now have all of uh, scrubs on DVD. Nice. I bought seasons uh, seven and eight, so I have all of the seasons. Nice. That's just waiting. I, I was hoping. Go ahead, Nick. So, free guy on IMDb. Uh, <laughs> it says, and I think this has got to be Ryan Reynolds. Uh, sex and nudity, severe, based on 56 user votes because a character says, Lifetime supply of virginity, violence and gore, severe, profanity, severe, alcohol and drugs and smoking, severe, fighting in intense scenes, severe. What website is this on? IMDb. Yeah, users can, yeah, can, fucking can no. add to that, and it, it infuriates me because I'll see severe, and I think I'm going into a, a fun romp with, with just nothing but tits and wieners, and Ex- there's tits, wieners, and blood. Nary a nipple or ball in sight. Especially for a <laughs> PG-13 movie. Yeah. Right. All right, so anyways, you got a DVD collection of... Uh, yeah, so I, I got the last two seasons I didn't have of Scrubs, so now I have all of uh, Scrubs. All eight seasons of Scrubs. I'm teeing this up for him, and he's not taking the bait, and that's okay. Because we don't recognize the ninth season in this house. That's <laughs> absolutely right. So I, 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 don't, I don't know what you're talking about. There's anything would be wrong with the, having the eight seasons. You said the correct thing, eight seasons. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's nothing to correct. If you would have said I had all nine seasons, see if you would have said it right, then I'd be like, excuse me, there's only eight. <laughs> No, because anyways, uh, I also got a, a a little acrylic pin to wear with my FS costume this year. Um, yeah, it's a little plague doctor, and it says vaccinated on it. Yeah, so you got one of those. Yeah, I got one off of off of Etsy. It was like nine bucks. It was yeah, worth it. That's totally was worth it. So yeah, those uh, those are my nerd grabs, Kevin. Um, I got um, it had sold out like right away. I know there was a there was a, an issue with some some scalpers. Um, but um, I was able to get my hands on uh, the 
Skyward Sword controller set for okay. the Switch. Oh, sure. Um, not sure if I'm going to hold on to them or not, but um, but they're neat. And then uh, what should be coming tomorrow is the Pink Ranger helmet. Ooh. Oh. So I will now be at uh, four out of seven. Nice. Four out of seven? Correct. Oh, green and white. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. You, you got it, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you got a new sword for Fest. Are you actually going to bring it out to Fest this year? Uh, I, I haven't received it yet. Oh. Um, so did, once it gets here, yes, I will be wearing it at Fest. I mean, speaking of, uh, we, I mean, we signed some paperwork, so we could probably talk about that now. We could probably talk about that now. Yeah. Going to be at Fest. We've already talked about that. Yeah, but now it's there. Now it's official. There's official. been some hullabaloo, but now it's oh. official. We are we are both contracted. We'll be out of Fest, and yeah, yeah. it was great too because uh, Kevin posted a picture online and said the Musketeers <laughs> will be back at Fest <laughs> minus Aramis, but we're doing a bit. <laughs> and then he posted a picture. My favorite picture, by the way. My favorite. My favorite <laughs> Musketeer picture that we ever goddamn took. Uh, of us all doing <laughs> what we called our act natural pose. Uh, Which was always <laughs> ridiculous. Absolutely insane. And it's uh, Will, Kevin, and Micah, and and uh, a fourth human who we can't recognize because Kevin photoshopped a paper bag over his head. Not just any paper bag, but the paper bag of the bombastic bag man uh, that Spider-Man wore. Um, when after the he got the Venom symbiote taken out of him, yeah. uh, Johnny Storm lent him a Fantastic Four suit, and but to cover his face, he put a paper bag over his head and then a kick me sticker on his back. Oh, so I didn't just give you any paper bag. I gave you Spider Man's paper. Bag. I gave you Spider Man's paper bag. Yeah. You should be extra honored. I am extra honored. So honored that I made it my profile picture. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so the Musketeers will be back. I will not be joining them. I'm doing something new. Oh, and then uh, our, our TikTok page is up and running. So if you find <laughs> us on TikTok, surprisingly doing, uh, not surprisingly, but it's doing very well. Yeah, it's not, it's not doing bad. Yeah, not at all. And your one from the, uh, this from, weekend uh, was Can-Can? fucking hilarious. Yeah, from CanCan. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. What I'm, is that line from, by the Scrubs. way? Scrubs. Scrubs. From Scrubs. Oh, uh, yes, it is. Damn it. Mr. I Have All Eight Seasons. The, the, I'm still going the ES, through them again. The ESPN, the ESPN Cold ESPN. Surgery episode. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> well, that's season eight, so I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of tagging along with the podcast right now. There you go. I don't think that was season eight. I think it was season seven. It was the ESPN episode? I think it was season seven. It was the ESPN episode, though. Yeah. It's season eight. Are you sure? Yep. Certain. Because they were able to use the music. Oh, yeah. On they had, ABC. Because they, they had changed networks. Yep. Ah. They were allowed to use the music. They wouldn't have been able to use the music on NBC. Hell no. Oh, sorry. Don't sue us for using the music. Da, 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 deer. It's definitely a deer. It's definitely deer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so you can find us on TikTok at Best Threesome Ever, our, the name of our podcast, uh, with the number, not the name, uh, or not the word, or the letter, number, fuck. <laughs> the number, not, not the, word. the word. We, we've only posted two TikToks, but we promise we're going to post more, and, and I, yeah. I assure you I will be parroting some of the best thirst TikToks. Yes. Uh, yeah. With my, with my Lorgen and George body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> post some too. Rob, you should post some. Yeah, I need to log into it first. Yeah, get up on it. Well, the the password is. 
<laughs> he put it in the chat, right? I think so. Yeah, he did. Did he? Okay. Pretty sure he did. He told yeah, us what We can edit this part. That's fine. It's easy to figure out. If you Franks and wieners with all Jeez. numbers. <laughs> I'm sure people are loving this. Anyways, all right. Um, so done with her grabs, yeah? <laughs> yeah, we can move okay. on. Um, Whatever. Moving on. We're going to uh, do a uh, double uh, fisted. A double uh, feature. Uh, it's a double feature, man. Uh, happy ending. Um <laughs> I would like to speak, but Rob fucking keeps interrupting my thought it's pattern just and interrupting my sentence, so I can't get the exact sentence out, and then it sounds like I just don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Uh, so anyways, we're going to do that. We're going to start with the movie Black Widow, so if you haven't seen that, uh, or Loki, uh, we're about to spoil the shit out of both of those, so, or if you don't care, then keep listening. Otherwise, uh, we will see you on another uh, episode, or go watch them and come back and listen, because that would be great. All right. Um, so Black Widow. First thoughts. My, well, first of all, I want to say finally, I think somebody's starting to listen to our podcast because uh, we've been talking about this movie, not necessarily this movie, but what we wanted in movies since day fucking one of this podcast, which is uh, a bunch of women kicking ass in a movie. Sure. And we fucking got it. We did. And it was great. Overall, I really liked it. I, uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was enjoyable. The count the the ever so rare title sequence. <laughs> yeah, I, we don't get a lot of those in yeah. Marvel movies. So yeah, like the Guardians of the Galaxy do them, and I think like one or two others have had like Endgame did it. Yeah, but um, yeah, not a lot of not a lot of title sequences uh, in the MCU. But we uh, we got a very cool one. Oh wait, Endgame that, uh, didn't do a title sequence, with, but yeah, um, the the cover of. Uh, uh, smells, uh, like teen spirit. smells like teen spirit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you guys um, get this out of the way? Uh, do you agree with the? Some people are complaining about it because it was like too little, too late. About you know, uh, have, well, obviously Black Widow should have had her own movie a long time ago. But the fact that most a lot of people on the internet are saying that you know, the Black Widow was like the the I don't want to say the sex symbol for the Avengers, but was. The scantily, cl- not scantily clad, but tightly clothed person, and then they make this movie, and it was like it's like too little, too late to, you know, push the all woman cast almost and have the lead be a, you know what I mean, for the MCU, anyways. That's, I'll just say it. I, I don't know what you mean because uh, uh, I'm not quite understanding. If I, I'm not getting your. People point are saying it was too little, too late to have a Black Widow movie where mm. it was, you know, the 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 the. The female lead we've had the whole time, but never actually given her own movie. Mm-hmm. Um, people say it's well, like thanks for giving it to us now after she died. Spoilers for Endgame, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, but yeah, because it—I mean—it takes place between Civil, Civil War, War and uh, Infinity War. Yeah. While there were, I, I think the problem most people have is that it felt like there were no stakes with. Black Widow, because it's like, well, we know she lives, so who gives a shit? Right. Uh, but I, I feel they did a good job in making us care enough about the her quote unquote family and mm-hmm. and all the other characters that it's it still felt. Oh well, is this person going to live? Or are they not? So like, you know, I still dug it. Well, yeah. Well, not only that, but to me, like, it gave more more uh not that her death wasn't already sad but like when she dies like she's giving all that up like she all the stuff that she did in that movie she in black widow she's you know 
Yeah, her relationship yeah. with her with her family. Exactly, and they're, they're rekindled with her quote unquote sister, and you know, just kind of wow. Okay, they they did that. So I I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to call it a filler movie, but it kind of was a filler movie. It kind of was a filler movie. Yeah. But, it, it, but it, my favorite filler movie of all, if, if that's it, what you want to call it. It did give us a, little, a couple of things, though. It gave us more on uh, Valentina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character. Mm-hmm. Shows up in the, and, the post-credits. Yeah. Uh, possibility, and this is something I said right after the movie, and, and, and the people were like, oh, shit, I bet you're right. <laughs> um, uh one tiny thing that Captain America may have done during his retirement, and that's getting a fight with Red Guardian in the eighties. Oh, because he talks about that fight like it really happened. He's yeah. like, "Are you calling me a liar?" Well, even though he didn't thaw until the two thousand, it's like, "Oh shit!" Well, maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, more uh, more things that time criminal Steve Rogers did. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fucking variant ass bitch. <laughs> right. I got a thought about that, and that will be for um, Loki. Loki, sure. Which actually will tie in. Really and nicely. I think I feel like I feel like we can talk a little bit about Loki uh, in this because yes, I think there's some interesting variant things that can happen with uh, what's coming up um, that came out of this movie. Um, I will say what I told these guys before we started. Oh God, it's just gone now. Butts, butts, titties. I really, and I, I really enjoyed uh, her sister calling her out on the superhero landing. Oh my god! Yep, that was goddamn incredible. <laughs> and then did it herself. And then did it. <laughs> She's like, oh, uh, disgusting. Um, yeah, but I mean, this the, this movie really did put forward the um, you know the the trope of and and I call it a trope, but I mean it's true. Um, you know the the only person who can help a woman heal from the. Um, the machinations of men is another woman. Yeah. So the big, the big twist of the movie, and so here's where we're going big time into spoiler country, is that uh, Taskmaster was uh, so <sighs> the the guy who created Black Widow, his daughter, uh, that she had uh, had been a victim of collateral damage when uh, Natasha thought she killed killed him. Um, yeah. And so. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the actual Taskmaster in the comics. It's like Tony Mascare or something. Mm-hmm. It's something that is like alliteration-y to Taskmaster because yeah. it's, you know, people had no creativity back then when it came to names. <laughs> I'm going to look it up real quick. And, um, and so instead of him, it was... Uh, Antonia. Uh, yeah, and she was uh, played by uh, Olga Kurlyanko, who I am a, I'm a big fan of. I was going to say, so am I. I, I loved, like, Hitman. Um, the one with uh, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved. I thought it was a really fun movie. Um, Quantum of Solace may not be a great Bond movie, uh, but not for um, lack of her right. chops in the film. I, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of hers. Um, and so I, I kind of called what was going on when we were about two-thirds of the movie, and I still hadn't seen her yet. Because, like, I had no idea she was in the movie. So when I saw her name pop up in the credits, I was like, oh, cool, I love her. And, like, by two thirds, I'm like, oh, I get it. I know exactly what happened. You're going to be really upset about this, by Mm. the way. It's Tony Masters. I See, I told you. (laughs) I told you. Yeah, but it wasn't even... It wasn't even remotely clever. It was just Tony and then Master again. Yeah. 
No. Um, in the well, I had said like mastare, so yeah. I feel like I was pretty close. You were pretty close. I just I just gave him a, a slightly more Italian name. Didn't didn't Stan Lee say something once about why he did all the letters, the names of his characters with the same letters like Peter Parker and J. Jonah Jameson and yeah, it was uh, because it's memorable. Huh. Because you remember uh, you remember alliteration. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's um, different letters, but it's still, you know, the Clark Kent is still an alliteration mm, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Scott I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, yep, Scott Summers, sure. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say something that is uh, uh, a hot take, if you will. <laughs> I'm going to make a hot take here. This Black Widow movie was totally... Uh, Florence Pugh's coming out party, and I loved it. Yeah. Every goddamn second of it. She just, every time she was on screen, the camera focused right in on her, even though it really didn't. Like, anytime she was on screen, she pulled focus so hard Absolutely and just a scene like, thief. And in scene thief all every the best time. ways. Like, yeah. The, she wasn't chewing scenery, but she was fucking, she was your focal point every time she was on screen, and Absolutely. it was yeah. amazing. Like, and she had, the, in my opinion, best lines in the movie. She had, like, some of the best scenes in the movie. I, th- this, this was Florence Pugh's coming out party for, for Marvel, and I think she's going to be a big, big, big the, part. The movie was the, definitely more about her, and I, I yep. think for, for a reason, and that's where the stakes were, was with her. Yep. Yeah. And yep. I, think, I think we, you, somebody called it, or somebody said something about this probably will be a Torch Pass movie, um, which It I, kind of wasn't, but it kind of was. Right, right. And uh, especially at the end where it's like, which I'm, I'm assuming Valentina is just forming the anti-Avengers, like with the anti-Captain America and now probably the anti-Black Widow and making up stories about this is the guy that killed her. Well, no, she, and, and how does Valentina fucking know what happened? That's a great question, actually. I don't know the answer to that. I would love to know how Valentina knows what happened and God on damn Vormir. It, Marvel, you better explain it at some movie sometime in the near future, because if not, I'm going to be really mad at you. I mean, I'm sure they're going to. They've definitely set her up to be <clears throat> something important yeah. right, throughout these, these, this next phase. Because she's not working for the government. I don't... I forget, I forget when in, in uh, Captain and Winter Soldier, if... Uh, I'm fascinated by the threads that are being uh, dangled at but this I point. I don't remember in Captain and Winter Soldier if she w- explained where she worked or who she worked she didn't, for. She didn't. She was not specific. But they seem to know her. Like, they, they know who she is. Like, U.S. agents seem to know who she was or her. No, no, he didn't. No? No, he didn't. She had to introduce herself and say, I work for an organization that needs guys like you. What organization is that? <laughs> she doesn't say. Um, in the comics, she's Shield. So uh, Hydra, possibly Hydra. No, possibly Hydra, but probably Shield actually. Or Sword. Maybe she might be Sword. It's possible. Um, that's certainly a realm that I suppose cause that we she, can enter now. When she did have Sword in the U.S. Agent, she didn't necessarily make him a bad guy. She's just rebranding the new. No, he's. No, like the, the the show Falcon and the Winter Soldier made it out so that he is not a bad guy. They're wrong, but I digress. <laughs> right. Um, and, and that's he's what fucking <laughs> evil and a fucking 
horrible, horrible character and shouldn't be allowed to have any more. He should have died. Right. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Right. But also the, uh, the, the fact that she's like, you know, telling her that, she, you know, this is the guy that killed your sister. Well, he didn't, we all know. She doesn't. We know uh, that that's not what happened. So it's like she's just manipulating these characters into what she wants to form her new uh, boy, uh, super group boy band. Not boy band. That's a bad word. Sorry. Nope. Mm-hmm. Boy, boy band. Boy band. Yeah. With girls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Boy band. Boy band. Right. I didn't want to, you know. Um, I think it's interesting because I feel like they're just. This is, this is weird, obscure comics trivia. But do you feel like maybe they're leaning towards. Uh, the Dark Rain storyline, maybe a little bit as far as the Earthbound storyline goes. I don't recall it. Okay, I'm not even gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna play the pretend game or anything like that. I, I don't recall it. Okay, so it's it's a it's a big storyline that involves uh, Yelena. Uh, basically, I'm gonna look it up real quick and make sure I'm getting this right. But the storyline involves Norman Osborn becoming the Secretary of Defense. So this must be like post-2005. Yes. That would be why I don't know it very well. Okay. Fair enough. Like, um, I really only was able to capture some of the bigger storylines. Gotcha. Since, like leaving college. Gotcha. This is one of the bigger ones. But I mean like huge. Yeah, fair enough. This was, this was, like, this was them coming up after Civil War and then the Secret Invasion. Um, this is the storyline after Secret Invasion. Um, so it's it's... It has a lot to do with um, uh, with uh, uh, with uh, Norman Osborn, and he becomes the Secretary of Defense, and he creates his own, essentially, supergroup. Um, and it includes Dokken, which is hilarious. The Fucking, band? No. Yes. Dream yes. Yeah, boy band. Yeah, no, th- that's actually a better answer than the truth. Dokken is a clone of Wolverine. It's fucking stupid. He sucks. Yeah, he sucks hard. He's got... He's got the old brown and yellow suit, but it sucks. Um, isn't he the one who can? Is he the one who can phase? I'm trying to remember, there's a couple different like alternate Wolverines. I'm trying to remember if he's the one who can, has like the 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 sort of wraith power. I'm looking. <laughs> I mean, and technically, he's the mutant son of Wolverine. But anyways, um, we're looking that up. Rachel Vice was and David Harper were delightful in this movie. They were. I really, really like them. I I feel like I feel like they. Mm. Although they they did botch the timeline just a wee bit. No, he's not. He's not the one. But he does have pheromone manipulation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So with uh, getting back to Black Widow, um, David Harbor was a bit of a letdown for me, actually. Yeah. Uh huh. I got exactly what I expected from the pre- from the trailer, so I was like, ah, cool. Yeah, and that was kind of my problem. Uh, he was a little bit, he was a little bit fatty, fall down, go boom. A little, a, a little. little. And it's just it's like, but he was also like a huge knock him down guy, so like yeah. he made up for it. Yeah, yeah, and and <sighs> I feel like they sort of squandered his uh, arc a little. Because I feel like if they had done just a little bit more, and I admit I understand why, because like this was the the girl power movie, so like giving David Harbor a massive storyline in the movie and a redemption arc from like shitty self centered uh, superhero in the nineties 
to loving, caring father of two. Um, they didn't, I feel like they could have put a lot more into that story and made it less throwaway because it felt throwaway to me. I just don't think they had time for it. And I, I honestly think if they had spent any more time of it, it would have taken away from um, the the kind of... The big the big action set pieces? Well, no, like the the more, like the the softer the side of the storyline, like with their mother and... Yeah. Um... All quote unquote. Oh, but um, I'm I was very impressed with with young Natasha. Yeah, the yeah. the the daughter of Mila Jovovich. Fucking yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yep. That's who that was. Yep. Couldn't tell. Wait, Nick, whose daughter? Uh, Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Thank you. We haven't uh, had one in a while. I figured. I'd yeah, give her, you her her daughter. That's her kid. With, with what's his face? And W. Uh, Paul Anderson. Sure. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Her name is Ever Anderson. Ever Anderson. Okay. Yeah. yeah, she was very good. I liked her. Yeah, she she's totally got her mom's ass. Like, which 9, which means that when she spoke Russian, you knew it was legit. Yep. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I I didn't understand the whole uh, like, hmm, like I love the like Russian undercover thing, but that was more of like an eighties thing, which. They had to move the timeline around. It was I know they did. funky. I mean, I liked it, but I was like, yeah, it was more 80s, not 95, but okay. Because yeah. they already established that Natasha was literally born the, on the same birth date as uh, the character jo- Scarlett Johansson in 1984. Um, yeah. So they had to, yeah. And they, so they, they had to move the timeline up. They did. Which was fine. I mean, it wasn't bad, but I liked it, and I fucking, yeah, I don't know. I really liked this movie. And the fucking scene with all the Black Widows, fuck yes. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Fucking just... Ugh. The action set pieces in this were a Marvel action set piece. I loved yeah. every single one of them. Um, I especially loved that opening one with, with S.H.I.E.L.D. and the little biplane. Mm-hmm. That was clever, and I enjoyed that. Did he fucking stay on the wing for the whole trip to Cuba? Sure no, I'm, I don't think so. I think they would have let him in at some point. It was a, <laughs> Maybe, it was yeah. a prop airplane. They can, they can open the door without... Yeah, having to, I, I think without having to depressure. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it I, sure seemed like he was on the plane the whole time, though. <laughs> he probably could do it. I'll just stay out here. No, I think he. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think he did because uh, his wife was shot, so he had to get in and like do the first aid. Sure. And when he when they got out, she had like bandage on her wherever the fuck she was shot shoulder. I couldn't tell. I thought she was dead at first. I'm like, no. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the prison escape. Uh, oh. Probably one of my favorite sequences. Yeah. Very very cool. Very cool set piece. Um, I very much enjoyed that. Uh, David Harbour covered in fucking tattoos is weird. <laughs> that was cool. That's cool, but it was weird. Um, but yeah, the, the whole avalanche thing was fucking neat. And now he's, and now he's lost all of that weight. Yeah. Because uh, he had to get real skinny for Stranger for, Things. For Stranger Things, sure. Where he's the Russian prisoner. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Weird. Throwing out a lot of... He's been in Russia a lot now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Russian prisons, no less. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm trying to think. It was it, there wasn't anything like super super memorable for me from the movie, other than like it was witty and the comedy was great and the uh, I liked. I, I don't understand where uh, Natasha got all those ear piercings. By the way, because in no other movie does she have that many ear piercings. She was on vacation. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Everybody does something 
impulsive on vacation. She got ear piercings. Yeah, got, right. got tattoos. The yeah. thing about the vest was fucking hilarious, too. I, I liked that. I actually really enjoyed that. It's my favorite MacGuffin. That was a pretty good MacGuffin, actually. I, yeah. I enjoyed that set piece. That was, that was cute. And, Didn't and she have that? In, she did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. She had, that, she had that vest in Infinity War. Um, I think, I don't know if either of you noticed this, um, but did you see um, Red Guardian's hand tattoos? Yes, but I don't remember what they said. Marx and Lenin. Oh, yeah. Right. On the Hilarious. Knuckles. On the knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, I'm a fan. It was funny. Yeah. Um, and then the end sequence when she, uh, I, they tie it into, because of course, you know, it's a Marvel movie, so you got to sit there the entire thing, and Marvel knows you'll sit there through the entire credits to get to the end scene. And uh, Valentina shows up, and because uh, what's her name is visiting her sister's grave site, which I think is pretty cool yeah considering that there was no body so um yeah i've got one other thing about this and i know this is a ridiculous sentence i'm about to say but there but the red room being a floating city in the sky <laughs> stretched credibility for me <laughs> it was very comic booky it was and, it was very comic like i mean they had little, carriers Come it on. was a little higher like it was a little higher comic booky that i'm used to in a marvel film and it True. just threw me off like it, i was like really to me i'm glad they did it that way versus like the under the sea headquarters because then you're just like okay you're just fucking every trope of a supervillain so up in the sky to me was it was a, the a lot. shadow broker from mass effect Mm. Specifically, Mass Effect Two. Sure, yeah. it was the exact same thing. Ow! God damn it, my knee today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and it's that there were a lot of tropes and allusions uh, uh, and homages to uh, spy films. Yeah, too. So many. So many. Good lord. Like, heavy on the Bourne trilogy. Yeah, but. You know, especially with the red room being in the fucking sky, hiding in a cloud, that was very seventies, eighties Bond esque. Yeah, and I, I very much enjoyed that. That was like the 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 reference, the spy movie references they made were good. I thought mm-hmm. a, a, a lot of good, uh, like like T Dalt era stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So much so that I was surprised he didn't show up. Right. Why would it, like? <sighs> You know who would have been a better Drakov? Fucking Timothy Dalton, I think. Yeah, T. Dalt. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know what you mean by T. Dalt, but maybe the listeners don't. Everybody knows T. Dalt. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I actually think... I. There's another thing. Ray Winstone was not... Too busy being in D.C., I guess. I guess, but Ray Winstone was kind of... Blur. In the comics, does her sister become the new Black Widow? Yes. Oh, okay. Or the... Anti-Black Widow, or no? She becomes the Black Widow for real when she dies. When I uh, mean, they're all when Natasha. Technically, they're all Black Widows, but right. But like, f- technically, she wasn't a Black Widow in the comics. She was uh, just uh, she was just another assassin right. from the same uh, d- sort of organization, which I think room. was Hydra. Actually, now that I think about it, Red Room, Red Room. I think it was retconned to that. I don't think it was originally. Okay. Well, anyways, Yelena was. Um, another assassin and when Natasha dies in the comics she actually takes up the Black Widow mantle and but I not think from Valentina right right I that's think she's gonna do that now which I'm excited for and I cannot wait to see Florence Pugh just power through the next three phases of Marvel as as a leading character uh, she this was 
She's she's going to develop some serious superstardom from this, and I'm super excited for her. But that's what I was saying about the anti-Black Widow, because Valentina seems to be forming the anti-Avengers, so you have U.S. Is agent. she? Or is she just making... Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Because she has U.S. agent, mm-hmm. who is a bad guy, mm. and now she has... she's. You can't make a good guy by saying, hey, here's the other good guy that killed your sister. That's a revenge story. So that's a, I mean, I'm sure it'll be a, 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 a uh, I mean, it, it's the lead into Hawkeye. Right. And then, like, I, you know, so maybe a young Avengers? No, it's, uh, it's actually, there is, a, there is a team for the exact organization you think is being made but it's uh they're called the dark avengers actually oh and there you go maybe yeah. they are the dark avengers maybe that's what she's setting up she might be setting up dark avengers i think that's yeah. interesting i don't know how well that's going to translate on film mm, but see. we'll see um i think we're going to see a reformation of the avengers though absolutely the actual avengers well absolutely um, and i don't think uh fucking wyatt uh Shit, what is this? Wyatt Russell's going to be a part of the Avengers. I think he's still going to be a side character, and I'm okay with that because he should stay a side character. But, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but I think we're going to see Yelena become the Black Widow, and we're going to get a Cap, Black Widow. Um, I don't know who new else Hawkeye. is going to be on... Uh, the new Avengers. The new I think. Hawkeye. No, I don't think Hawkeye's coming. Oh, new Hawkeye. Yes. Kate Bishop. Yes. yes. That's certainly possible. Or whoever... I don't think she's. Uh, I can't think of her name. The actress's name who is playing the new Hawkeye in the Hawkeye movie. Uh, Haley Steinfeld. Thank Haley you. Steinfeld. Is she playing Kate Bishop? She's not playing. She's Kate playing Kate Haley Bishop. Steinfeld. Is playing Kate, Kate Bishop. Bishop. Okay, yes. never mind. Yep. Yeah, her. And then whoever else we get? Maybe we get. Uh, turn Bumblebee in. Yeah. Pitch Perfect two and three. And True Grit. I know. I know she is. Yeah. Other stuff. <laughs> other stuff. She's definitely in other stuff. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna see a reformation of the Avengers, but I think we're gonna see a like I, I as far as the Earthbound storylines go, I think this is gearing up for a new Avenger, like all new, all different Avengers. And I'm I'm curious to see if they they have any um, of the originals come back as sort of a, a mentor team uh, guru, sort of retired, but man in the chair type characters and it wouldn't surprise me if it's Ruffalo uh, I was thinking more Rhodey mm, that's possible because Rhodey seems to always be has always seemed to be kind of there at Avengers headquarters sure plus he's a military man so he gets you know yeah maybe maybe um, I think it's gonna like obviously it's gonna be at this point I think it's Sam I think it's Yelena I think I want I want I want, if it, if there's mentors I want it to be Rhodey and fucking Ant-Man cuz Paul Rudd would just be fucking hilarious against Rhodey. I think Ant-Man's part of the new Avengers team. You think so? Yep, you I do. You think his daughter will take it up? Nope. Yeah. Mm. Nope. Nope, I think it's going to be uh Ant-Man, it's going to be uh Captain America, um Yelena, I probably new Hawkeye. Um, probably Spider-Man if we don't lose him to Sony. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, um, I am glad I did see it in the movie theater. It was well worth too. it. Yeah. Well worth it. And, and I watched it from the comfort of my couch, and I actually appreciated that because I could ri- rewind and, and go back and, and just 
really pick over the scenes. I right. I, I am I appreciate that from a reviewer standpoint. Right. Uh, I am a, a garbage person and uh, both. <laughs> you, you did both. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Huh. I saw oh. it in theaters and then I I bought it on Disney Plus. Why is that a garbage person? He spent so much money on Black Widow. So what? You're providing... spent so much. He spent like sixty dollars on Black Widow. Think of how those people, the hardworking people that just earned your hard-earned money. Yeah, Disney. Disney really needs Kevin's money. Right. And the thousands of people that also made that movie, who whom already got paid. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But the pay comes from anyways. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as far as Earthbound Marvel goes, I think. I think it's going in an interesting direction at this point, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Really, well, then. Uh, but why don't we shift? We little? are going to shift. So, uh, other uh, recommendations, everybody. Oh, see it. Go see, see it. it. Yeah. See in, it. If you're comfortable, see it in theaters. Yeah, absolutely. I, I Back to the old rating system. Yay. <laughs> Back to the old rating system. Uh, actually, I would stream this. I would. Um, I, I thought it was a fine movie. It was filler. Um, oh, it was. And it was. There were some parts where I was just like. <sighs> Having seen it both, okay, uh, I'm gonna say theaters. There are some there are some big moments that I definitely appreciated being able to see on a big screen. Okay, yeah. um, some details, some some here's and there's. Mm. Okay, with recognition to your historical bias of always seeing something in theaters. Uh, it, when it's when it's big, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but this I I count as big. Yeah. Um, the, the, will I say the same thing about the Green Knight? Probably not. Huh. I'm really excited for the Green Knight, you guys. I'm, You're not? I'm really excited for it. It looks really fucking good. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah. incredibly excited. Okay. I, I like Arthurian shit. Oh, sure. Me too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll switch gears, keep it in the MCU, but now switching gears to... Yeah. Uh, Galactic Marvel. Galactic, yeah. It's, that's what this is. Um. So we're going to do a whole overview of the Loki series. Yeah, yeah which we've, we've touched on a little bit. I don't think we need to like go episode by episode. I think we can just kind of go with the overarching storyline um, just to save on time because we've got about 30 minutes or so. So, right. uh, uh, Fuck, it's good. So good. Owen Wilson is the Marvel character I never knew I wanted to, to protect as a precious bean forever. Right. <laughs> right. I had no idea I would be so attached to the guy famous for going, wow. Yeah, I, he, he was so good in this, like beyond anything he's done in the past. Like his, because he was still like Owen Wilson-y, but then the moments when he would like, when he'd be talking to Loki and, and Loki would try to be outsmarting him and he'd sn- quit back to him. Like, it was just so good. I can't believe I'm about, about to say this. Owen Wilson was the emotional center of Loki. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, Sabra had noticed that, um, right. that a lot of the things he did, especially when they first met, were um, like textbook Things that a child psychiatrist does mm-hmm. to to like a, a a child who's acting up like a yeah. like a um, an at risk teen. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, interesting. And uh, she uh, she brought that to my attention. It was it was very interesting to watch because it's it's true. It's exactly what happened. Ooh, that uh, that, that sucker blows out cold air, man. That, that show was was quite cool. the ride. It was. Um, oh yeah. It was it was it was awesome. Truly not knowing what the fuck could possibly happen next. Right. 
Uh, um, I liked that there were a couple of Lovecraft Country alumni in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Hunter B12, Hunter B15. B15. Uh, was one Hit. of my favorite characters in Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Um, and she was... Which, sad news, that got canceled. It, it did, but it also... The, the writers have stated that you know the the show did hit an ending point. They didn't they didn't leave it open for anything. They had they had ideas if it got repicked up, but they said you know we we we're we, comfortable with it being we, one season. We finished this story, and they kind of thought it was going to happen. Plus, most of the actors have now gotten lucrative contracts elsewhere. Sure, uh, sure. Well, good for them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, 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 Kang man. I uh, so so we can I, get to that, but we'll get but, to that. But I, goddamn, I want to talk about a little bit of the overview. So, if you don't know already, um, Loki follows Loki, uh, and Mobius <laughs> hunting down a uh, a variant of Loki who will, from this point forward, not be called Loki but Sylvie, because that's the name she chooses. It is a female Loki. It's fascinating, and it's it, the, the idea behind the TVA is they pluck people out of the timeline that are creating uh, branches. Right. And then they get rid of them. Right. I was going to, you said something, I was going to say something to, uh, something about something. Anyways, I'm probably. So, so like the first couple episodes are this idea of Loki and Mobius hunting down the variant Loki. Oh, I remember what it was. Uh, Mobius. Somebody saw, I saw this on the internet, and to correct people, when they go, "Oh, he must have got his name from that," or maybe Tony Stark is referencing when he mentions the Mobius strip in uh, in in Infinity War. No, the Mobius strip was been around for a long time. It's, yep. it's no. So you're stretching, folks. You are settle down. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, so because because he's with the TVA and their time and he's yeah, time it, travel. It it is connected to the Mobius strip, but not for that reason. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, that's the point I want to make real quick. No, and they, and they, they're pulling them up because they're variants. They are uh, yep. individuals who are messing with the timeline. And Loki even points out, he's like, well, all that shit the fucking Avengers did. And they're like, yeah, that was supposed to happen. So that, that's fine. Yeah. And so we are led to believe that these people are these um, ultra-dimensional, powerful yeah. beings who take human form. Yeah. Uh, yep. like, like Pillboy from The Good Place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, because they, you know, they... They exist. They, to they throw infinity stones into a into a junk drawer. Exactly, yeah. and that they were paperweights. And they exist to uh, TVA exists to keep time moving in the correct flow that it's always supposed to the, go. The main, the master uh, timeline, or whether to 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 uh, keep the timekeepers going. Right. Um, we of course find out the timekeepers aren't fucking real. Which awesome. I love that. I'm a little sad. Uh, I've I've kind of been waiting for an actress to hit the MCU for for a minute now, yeah. uh, and that's uh, Gugu Mbatha Ra. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a who who played um, the judge. Um, the judge, uh, a Renslayer. Yes, uh, I I kind of wish it had been a super, like somebody a little more. Okay. Um, well, in the comics, Renslayer is kind of a super. Yes, but I mean uh, somebody I, I, extravagant isn't the right word, but um, uh, punchier, bigger, yeah. glitzier, with a little more star power, a little, little more zhuzh, a little more star uh, power, a little more a, zhuzh. It's a very cool part, and she played the fucking ass she off. She sure it. did. Uh, but yeah, it's you know, I loved her in Doctor Who. So, before we get too far, too, in one of the 
Pete's first, second episodes, um, there's rumors that that was supposed to be Peggy Carter in the background coming out of a door. And I have a thought about that. That never went anywhere, but the the, right. the, yeah. the, the, the internet ire still... But I have a thought about that. Speaking going, and this is my Captain America reference, is mm-hmm. that I don't think she was a variant. I think she was being brought there to be saying, hey, guess what we're going to allow? We're going to allow two of the same people to exist in the universe, which we normally don't do. But here's the deal. You need to not say anything about it, and you need to live in this total secret life about... Like, they were explaining to her what's going to happen. I mean, not like what's going to happen, okay. but like, hey, you and Cap are together. That's great, but there's this whole other time. We are allowing this, and this is why. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think she was like a variant. I think it was... They were explaining to her that they were allowing... I just remembered a thing real quick about Black Widow. Uh, I'm upset that they explained Budapest. Budapest. They explained <laughs> Budapest. Yeah, I wanted. I didn't. It. I didn't need it explained. But anyways, I didn't need it explained either. But I'm kind of glad that they did because now, whenever they make reference Budapest, and they're like, "Oh, okay." I was. I was happy with it being this sort of anomalous it, thing. It, Budapest was the uh, uh, fuck. What's his name? Star Wars. Uh, it was. The, go- it, it was the Kessel Run. Nope. It was the. It the, was the Kessel the Run. The golden. The, go- the guy in the golden robe. Who the fuck is his name? Uh, the, the in the new Star Wars, <sighs> Kylo Ren's master or whatever. Oh, uh, like Snoke? Snoke? Yeah, Snoke. Yeah, the Budapest was Snoke. No, Budapest was Kessel Run. No, it was Snoke. Because he was like, you thought it was all this great thing, and then you're like, oh, that's how it happened. Cool. All right. It was the Kessel Run. It was the Kessel Run. It was explained as this anomalous thing that was so cool, uh, and then you get it put on film, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, at because least Snoke, it feels w- the- because Snoke was the Kessel Run. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, <laughs> it's all true. It's all the Kessel Run. It's all the ca- we it's got all Kessel there, Runs. We got there eventually. <laughs> it's all Kessel Runs. Kessel Runs all the way down. But the Kessel Run was fun to watch. Anyways, um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so back to Loki. <laughs> you like where little fucking one-liners uh, are there. Uh, <laughs> so as the series progresses, we find out that, uh, you know, the, the, all of the agents are just variants. There's yeah. some, yeah. some ooby-dooby stuff that's all um, basically masterminded by... Uh, d- d- and they, they did go with the, the future Kang. Yeah, because um, there have been a couple of them, but uh, the Kang from the future, uh, he is trying to stop, uh, you know, the the multiverse war, um, yep. and he was without a doubt the most joyful. That was I could not stop enjoying his performance. Yes, yeah. or, or he slipped from like this smarmy villain to like classic mustache twirling yeah. villain so to, so i saw just a guy who who is, is trying to do his best so i saw a meme that where someone put a picture of kang next to another famous character that famous character was willy wonka and i'm like oh yeah that's a perfect explanation kang is willy wonka and that makes perfect sense to me well he who remains i should say uh that version of kang is uh is definitely willy wonka he's very he's mercurial he's sort of just flighty, uh, his, but, but sinister. His performance was brilliant. Oh, yeah. It, it sh- it, nothing but brilliant. If you want to see a, a master class in how to like perform uh, being a multi... I don't want to say multi-personality, but... like No, multifaceted villain. Yes. It, there it was. It, yeah. Right in front of you, right there. 
Yeah. I mean, every word, every word he said was said with joy yep. and love and happiness and magnanim- magnanimity. And yet, it all had this like edge undercurrent of just like. I am hiding something very fucking terrible here. Right, because he, at one point he's like, oh, and there we go. And, I no longer know what's going to happen. And just a little funny. Yeah. 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 Um, like, I'm hiding something just a little funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but also, I, I, I've been here so long that I've come up with all the best jokes. I've lost my fucking mind. I've been here so long. Yeah. Uh, um. There was an interesting someone. I just want to touch yep, on this ahead, real quick. Go ahead. Um, someone decided to put the final episode of WandaVision on and run it concurrent with the final episode of Loki. Mm-hmm. And when Wanda embraces her full Scarlet Witch power and like just all the way in, mm-hmm. that is the exact moment that Kang goes, and I have no idea what's going to happen now. So the theory is, yeah, someone made a theory that like his look off to the side was both, I have no idea what's going to happen now, but also, oh shit, I just felt that. What was that over there? What right. the fuck is going on over there? Oh shit, the timeline's splintering now. Because it was, it was already starting to splinter by that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin, there's an interesting article that just came out and I posted it in our save thing, but uh like Kevin Feige is now like, yeah, we're making sure that the timeline is not going to get fucked up with all the with this multiverse. He's like, we're going to get whiteboards. We're going to fucking track all this shit. Because it's going to be like that fucking episode of uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." <laughs> yeah, because I think I think they're starting to understand that. Obviously, I mean, they're they're not they don't in any way, shape, or form. I don't think Marvel thinks their fan base is stupid, um, but he wants to make sure that they don't fuck it up. Yeah, moving forward, um, especially because it's probably going to get very complicated, which. In my, for me personally, which is why I stopped reading comics, is when like X Men started becoming fucking Ultimate X Men and X Men Universe and X Four. You know, I loved the Ultimate series, right? But I'm just saying that there's a lot of different storylines that I just I was like, well, why is it different in this story? Like, I just my brain. Well, oh. I, at least the Ultimate, it's, it was a completely different universe, and they yep they explained that from the, this was not a reboot. This was not a you know just right. a different sideline of these stories. This was. Something completely different. This is a completely reimagined version right. that we already right. were familiar with. Yeah, it, non-canonical to anything else. This is just yeah. this is a bit of fun, um, and it and it came out with some of my my favorite storylines. Yeah, um, of Marvel that they've used quite a bit of mm-hmm. um, in these films. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. it's what gave us Black Nick Fury. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Hawkeye uh, said that uh, that Bruce Banner should be played by uh, Steve Buscemi, and that was pretty funny. <laughs> yep. Uh, in the Ultimates, they were talking about who should play them if they ever made a movie, because this right. was long before. Right, right, right. Um, it was 2005-ish. Yeah. So it was, it was before Iron Man. Uh, but, you know, they're like, so who would play us? And they were talking about, and, um, and uh, d- d- Nick, who would you want to play you? And he's go, he goes, it's easy. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, somebody said something to, to, to piss off Bruce, and he, he went into the other room, and I went, what? I was going to say Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, there are two things also with Loki that I noticed. Uh, first of all, it takes place slightly in the future, right? Uh, and they end up at some store or whatever. Rocksmart. 
Right. Reference um, to Roxxon Corporation. Right. And mm-hmm. all the stuff all the stuff that they have there is all PlayStation 4, which proves that even in the future, they still can't get their fucking PlayStation 5s. <laughs> Second of all, I'd also like to point out in this Loki series, uh, very directly, Loki says he uses magic. And I think this is the first time in a Marvel Universe movie that they have mentioned magic. Well, no. Directly. I mean, Doctor Strange, they say it's magic. But like, but like, yes, it's the first time Loki says it's magic because before it was this concept of like, Thor, Thor would say that, uh, well, technology is just magic. Right. That you don't understand. Like that was his idea. It was like, in our world, magic and science are the same thing because that's how advanced we are. Right. And like that was the concept that magic was just a far flung form of science. But this is the first time Loki himself st- states that yes, he's using magic. Magic magic, not technology right. magic. Right. Not not uh super powered fucking techno babble magic. Right. Magic magic. Magic magic, yeah. Next uh, and I don't think they even mentioned it in WandaVision at the end. I think they just No, they mentioned yeah, chaos magic. Chaos magic. Chaos magic. Yeah. Doctor Strange mentions that he uses magic. Like the I didn't think they mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I missed it. Maybe you're right. Yeah. yeah. It's very possible I missed it. But anyways, it was it's nice that they like we had talked about that they're finally starting to acknowledge that there is magic in the Marvel universe instead of ignoring it and being like we all know they're yeah. magical. You know. Um which I loved. Uh and God, Tom Hiddleston's just fucking nailing it um with this series. I mean I I don't want to overshadow Sofia DiMartino. Oh no, absolutely not. She's phenomenal too. Just she's fucking like Florence Pugh in Black Widow is to Sophie. Uh, yeah, Sophie DiMartino is to Florence Pugh as uh, Loki is to Black Widow. Right, and she however that. she did this just she filmed this all just after having a kid. Yeah. Yeah, and to the point where, like, she even posted on her Twitter about, like, hey, they made my costume so I could still, like, nurse. Breastfeed, yeah. Yeah. Which but I thought was super neat. I, I think it's it's phenomenal that that's, you yeah. know, instead of being like, oh, no, we have to halt production because you can't. But she's like, no, fuck yeah, I can do it. I apologize with a, a brief correction. It was Hank Pym. Hank Pym? Yeah. Hank Pym was. Who was, who was going to suggest Steve Buscemi after everybody else was making fun of Bruce Banner. <laughs> oh, okay. Saying that Haley Joel Osment or Woody Allen or Stuart Little should play him. <laughs> And that's when, and, and then after that, Hulk went on a rampage. He ate a nurse. It was a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Ultimate Hulk was not a good person at all. He he would nice. He, he, he ate, would kill. He, he ate people. All right, that was his thing. Neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so uh, the the cast that Nick Fury had suggested was Johnny Depp as Iron Man, sure. Matthew McConaughey as Hank Pym, <laughs> Lucy Liu as Janet Van Dyne. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, and then in, when they asked him, you know, who would play him, he said, "Easy, Samuel L. Jackson." <laughs> Funny. What else about Loki? Um, I thought at, before we knew it was Kang, uh, I thought we were going to get um, with the big cloud. I thought that was um, uh, no, what was his name, the big galactic planet killer guy, Galactus. 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 Yeah, I thought it was classic. <laughs> they're they're not dissimilar. Um, the, it's true. The, they um, Galactus, Galactus eats, eats space. W- eats space. And, right. Eliath and eats, eats time. time. Right. So I, you know, doctor, <laughs> doctor. Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know these comics. Uh, but so I, um, 
uh, and I'm blanking on his name now, and it 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 it's troubling me that I'm blanking on his name. I believe it's. The, what character? Uh, a classic looking Richard, Richard E. Grant. Grant. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> I knew you were going there, too. Um, I and love, I definitely want to talk about that segment. He has been killing it lately. Yeah, he has. He is in that mm-hmm. Dispatches from Elsewhere show that I oh, kept sure. telling you guys to watch that I know you haven't because you hate me and never watch my recommendations. Hey, hey, I'm hey. watching Titans. I haven't watched it. I assume Nick's got it on a list. It's on my list. Yeah. I'm watching Titans, and I love it. Would you, would you please watch something <laughs> I suggest? At this point, it's just kind of fun. But, but, it's, but it's not, and I take it personal. Fair enough. Um, but he has just been killing Richard, it. Richard E. In, Grant has been lately. one of my favorite character actors for a few years now. Um, I, I've loved him like going back, back, like, some of his stuff from the '90s is great, but I think the thing that really sold me on him was his Chris, his Doctor Who Christmas special a few years back, which was excellent, amazing, just outstanding job on his part. Um, so uh, Doctor but, Who, Star Wars, and Marvel. This dude is is, yeah. is absolutely crushing it. That's right. He was in um, uh, Rise of Skywalker. He I sure forgot was. about that. He yeah, was, he was the underhanded. Yep. New second, you know, second in command. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah. And, and um, like, d- more to Richard E. Grant's um, talents. Like, he played against only the voice of Ian McKellen in a snow globe and <laughs> fucking won me over in that, in that show in Doctor Who. Like, Ian McKellen in a fucking snow globe, and, <laughs> and he played it like... He was right fucking there. Like, he made that snow globe a real person. Like, not Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen could read me the phone book and I'd be fine. But, like, Richard E. Grant playing against a snow globe and making me feel that it was a person was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I'm, I was very excited to see him pop up as one of the Loki variants. Um, at one point, so, like, towards the end of the series, Loki pops into... Uh, what's called the void at the end of time. And he ends up with these Loki variants. And we see several versions of Loki that have existed in the comic books. So many. Classic Loki, yeah. which is Richard E. Grant. Uh, Kid Loki, which I love. Which apparently, um, though, is his kingdom. And it's weird that all the Lokis live and everybody else dies. And that, you, you know, they're Lokis. Totally That's what they sense. do. They survive. Yeah, they survive. Right. I get that. It was the line in the show. I'm sad there was no Matt Damon Loki. I, right. That was a little I, I bet you if you look in that group, if you pause it, I bet you can find one. No, well, see, not. the big group, what, those were not mostly Lokis. Those were oh, other yeah, miscellaneous variants. Yeah. But we also got President Loki. Yep. We um, got President Loki. Uh, Boastful Loki. Boastful Loki, who is not, as far as I know, ever in the comics, but great in the in the scenes that he was in in this. He fucking brilliant. I I love me a black Loki. That was a good-looking Loki. The goodest boy who's ever existed, which is Alligator Loki. Uh, <laughs> no. No, no. He has a name. It's Crokey. Crocodile Loki. Crokey. Uh, but, but speaking of croaking, we also finally got um, Thorg. Thorg. Or Throg. 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 It was blink and you miss it. Yep. But it was. But he's trapped in like a little jar. And he's, yeah, because yeah. he's trying he's to bust reached, his way out to reach for Mjolnir. Which is just over like five feet from him in the dirt. It's amazing. It's just a, a fun little. Yep. 
couple. Here you go, series. fans, you fucks. <laughs> uh, the Thanos copter as well. Yeah, the yeah, Thanos, Thanos copter. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Why was it? Why was Molnir buried in the? Just because it's a multi. It's a multi. Cause it's whatever. Because okay. sh- shit keeps popping in. Yeah. But goddamn it, Thanos's goddamn helicopter was yeah. in it. Yeah. It shows up for one panel in one comic in like 1973. He's just back before he was like this ultimate being. Yeah. Yeah, he, where he was just a villain on Earth. He was just a fucking <laughs> goofball. God damn helicopter like he's <laughs> yeah. fucking Batman. Yeah. And and it said Thanos on the side. It's sure amazing. Did. Just so everyone knows. I mean, this, is, this is mine. <laughs> Don't we, touch my me. helicopter. We know, touch. buddy. <laughs> Go look at the Thanos copter again. It's a fucking purple piece of shit. Hang on, I gotta lock the Thanos copter. Yeah, um, yeah we know. We got you got a copter, Thanos. We we fucking get it. Oh, what? Have you guys seen my copter? You shut up. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, and then and then Kang. I mean, I'm very excited. Oh, the biggest fucking reveal. Uh, the. A, that we, we got the multiverse, and it's just splitting apart completely. But B, Loki is going to be a season two. It is not a limited series. Yeah, absolutely. I was amazed. I really thought we were just going to have a limited series Loki, and we were just going to... I I thought since when, when he showed up uh, at the TVA again, and it was the wrong TVA, I'm like, there's got to be a season two. I, I could not, but well, like... Like, I assumed they were going to touch it because it could easily be explained in Multiverse of Madness. It could, but it, that would be uh, a disservice to the fans, I feel. I, and honestly, I think a disservice to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He's already got so much yeah, going got, on in that They've movie. got too much to do. Is they, there's so much going on in Doctor Strange in the Universe of Madness, they had to take over like three quarters of Spider-Man. Right? Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I knew that, uh, that Lee Majors, I think his name is, uh, who plays Kang. Oh, Jonathan Major. Jonathan, Jonathan Major. Lee, Lee Major. Lee Major. Six, never mind. Six yep. million dollar man. Sure is. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan uh, but yeah, uh, Jonathan Majors. Uh, he, um, I knew he was playing Kang because it was yeah, announced so uh, sort of towards the end of of uh, Lovecraft Country. Yeah, uh, but I didn't think it was going to be this goddamn soon. No, I, I, didn't I was, either. I was shook. Yeah, I, I think you mentioned it on the show a few episodes ago, long episodes. I ago. mean. Uh, We'll talk it about uh, talk about it in about four years, but Kang's the big bad. Yeah, okay, for f- at least phase four. Well, I mean, they they they've the the multiverse war has now started. Yeah, right. And then he knew he's he's like the my favorite line of his was I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. we had the the good. Infinity Saga. This is the multiverse yeah. saga. So is, oh yeah, quick uh, quick spoiler, huge spoiler. Uh, fucking Sylvie is trying to find the end of time to take care of the timekeepers, whoever or whoever's fucking with her world, because like they pulled her out of a happy existence because she wasn't supposed to exist that way. They sure did do me a sad. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Played by the the girl from Walking Dead. Yeah. Yep. And and the she, girl from the Walking Dead. Uh, Rick's daughter. I know. Oh, I don't remember the actress's name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't either. But I looked that up when she was on there. I'm like, she looks familiar. And we're like, oh my god. Hmm. Yeah. And then Sylvie straight up mercs he who remains. So was okay. I have one question. Uh, was she pulled from the same timeline as the Thor and Loki that we know, or was she pulled from a different timeline? 
So they're so they're pulled. So they are pulled from um, the, the, the TVA. Follow me here. TVA keeps the timeline going straight. So she must have shown up in Asgard with the Thor and Loki that we know, and was pulled out. Because if she would have remained, she would have skewed the almighty timeline. Yes. So I don't know because because I was going to ask. We, if, we leaned on the idea that that um, we know that that uh, Loki is pansexual it was confirmed but right they didn't really touch on whether or not this loki like in the mythology um it was gender fluid yes they did it was on his id identity card no i thought that was the pansexual thing nope. though. no that was, that was the gender, gender fluid? identity gender he, fluid. oh okay he, he confirmed he he likes it all during their conversation on the train oh that's right, right. that's right that's right but that's okay. what i'm, so but that's what I'm saying mind. is that this is all one timeline because they're very big on this yeah, is all I think one timeline somebody get this man a horse um. <laughs> so that would mean, but he was never Loki, wasn't he? One of the the dark people, uh, the ice people from yes, Thor. Okay. Yes, he was an ice giant. Right, but so then. So this would've... might have been one of those moments where Loki was exploring being a girl. Oh, okay, that's what I think it might have been. Okay, and I love the idea that the TVA pulled Loki out of uh, the timeline while Loki was exploring being a girl. Because Loki was exploring being a girl. Right. I love that. Well, it makes him fucking evil, and I love that. Right. Fucking transphobic, um, but it also, homophobic pieces of shit. I love that idea. But the Loki gonna, series also... Can insert that little virtual signal in there, huh? Cool. Uh, Loki also confirmed wow. our... Uh, that Well, put to, put the final story in what happens to Loki at the end of... Uh, beginning of Infinity War where he gets killed, and he was dead, and that was the end of his reel. Like, everybody's like, no, no, he's still alive. No, no, well, he, no, he's dead. He's dead. He gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what was my other thing? Who's more powerful, Kang or Thanos? Kang. Kang. Okay. So this is, he's going to be the new, he's going to be the new Thanos. I mean, not, no. I mean, not like the new Thanos, but you know what I mean? Like, Thanos. No, he's better than Thanos. I, I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I understand what you mean. He's the new big bad, yes. Yes, okay, thank you, yes. Thanos was the big bad in phase one, now we're in phase 97 or whatever. <laughs> Four. Okay, uh, yeah, so yeah, so he's going to be the overarching big bad. I think so, yeah. Okay. I don't think it's going to last three phases this time. Probably not. I, I really think, hope not. I think phase four is going to last longer than any other combined phases. Yeah, I think so too. Hilariously, we're going to get the most movies in a year in this phase this thank time, you, though. God. Because we're going to get four Marvel movies plus three series, maybe four series. Yeah, because What If comes out in August. Four movies and four series all in 2021. Uh, hell yeah. I'm okay with that. I had a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, Phase 4 was supposed to start last year, so. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> COVID. Yeah. But like four movies, four series so far. Maybe five if Hawkeye comes out before the end of the year. Right. Because we right. don't know if it will. Uh, real quick, anything else about Loki that we missed talking about or Butts. that we needed to talk about with Loki? I mean, there was that naked scene of Tom Hiddleston and the internet loved it. Of course they did. Because it's, yeah. Mm, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Get Owen Wilson oh. a jet ski. <laughs> so I... Um, I just uh, popped into the Hawkeye series. 
Yeah. Uh, and the three top bills are Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop, and Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova. Yeah. Nice. Well, we knew she was going to be in it. Okay. Well, now, well, now she's... Now she's yeah. Now she's top three billing. Yeah. Know. Now that they've announced, yeah. Um, but have they announced the release date? That's what I'm looking for. All right. All right. Anything All else I'm about Loki? Seeing is 2021. Hmm. So. So maybe five. Maybe five yeah, series. Probably by the just, end of this year. I would say probably by December if they're going to release it at this point. Yeah. It'd have to be a, a winter blockbuster. Yeah. It or might Christmas. It, it might even stretch between December January. Yeah. Well, maybe two. We'll see though. Yeah, but Ms. Marvel is also saying 2021. Really, I mm-hmm. don't think that's happening. Mm, probably not. Although we've seen footage, we've seen on-set footage from mm-hmm. that. So. Yeah. All right. So, anything else about Loki? We're gonna wrap this up here. No. No. It's, it was good. It was very good. I enjoyed it. Um, the overarching uh, traumatic moment of your life in this one is—I I don't know. Mm. It was. It was a whole lot of setup to the new big, big bad. Yeah. Um, there wasn't like, it's not like with WandaVision, it was grief. And with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it was racism. Like, uh, I guess if I were to pick a traumatic thing to talk about, uh, self identity, self identity and free will. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It was fucking good. I, Captain, Captain America and Bucky are still my favorite. It's still my favorite so far. Loki probably just pushes out, just barely beats out WandaVision. Hmm. I think there's just more. There was just more, uh, a lot more story and a lot more like, oh fuck moments than in like Wandavision. I think one. Well, at least the oh fuck moments that that stuck. Yeah, I think if thank you Wandavision hadn't been a giant fucking asshole about it and <laughs> kept it as as the the Fox versus Quicksilver and not mm-hmm. not. Dick Boners or whatever his name was. <laughs> Ralph Boner. Uh, d- Close enough. Vomit penis. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Nick or Kevin found a new nickname. Great. <laughs> I, I think it um, I, I think it would have topped it for me. Yeah. But uh, giving me that that joyous gift and then f- f- taking it away yeah. from me. Ruined it. Like you're like you're my brother Andy. Right. <laughs> like I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to play with your balls a little bit then I'm just going to kick you square in the nuts yeah, I, uh, just like his brother Andy you, you, you just had to take my my metaphor with my brother and then and then put my balls in it huh <laughs> was, he did pin me down and spit in my mouth once <laughs> gross well he was doing that loogie dangle uh, thing but one one got loose <laughs> and I was yelling at the time Aah! and it just it, right on target like a fucking proton torpedo into the ventilation shaft <laughs> you're welcome Rob <laughs> So on that note, this has been best race ever. <laughs> so you're um, saying that Loki beats out Wandavision? If but had Bond, Bond, Wandavision, yeah. yeah. But Cap's still your favorite. Yeah. Right. I was gonna say, and uh, I I'm gonna disagree with both of you. Shocker! I know. Always um, a cont- contrary. No, I think I thought I I think it goes Cap, uh, uh, like Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, then Wandavision, and then Loki, but like. WandaVision and Loki are real close. At f- the way he said it at first, yeah. I thought he was agreeing with us. Right. But he was saying, I'm going to disagree. But then agree? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It, it, the way <laughs> oh. you listed it, you made it sound like it went like it went Captain Loki WandaVision. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm going to put WandaVision second. Uh, I thought it was very good. 
I I connected more with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think. But I thought um, overall as a and I think maybe I'm coming at this from a from an idea of like the the overall art of the product because the innovation of the fucking TV shows as plot yeah. devices or it was it was glorious. It puts WandaVision on a high, high, high pedestal, but the uh, timing of the social commentary of Falcon and the Winter Soldier just edges out WandaVision for me. Um, and Loki's a fun romp. It's a it's a fun science fiction fantasy romp, and and I dig it. But it's got to go below WandaVision for me, just because the innovation of the of of the style of of TV that they did. Right. I that well, and cool. I and for me it was Loki kept me every episode. I was like, I want to see what fucking happens next. And then WandaVision was like, what the fuck's going on? And then at the end you're like, uh, I get it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I get it. I get why they did what they did. Uh, yeah. And so I think it was just I think that in I don't know. I think the the with Kang, it, had they not had Kang in it, I don't think it would have been as good. Or had they had any other actor, maybe wouldn't have been as good playing Kang. Uh, hmm. But I think for me, that was kind of. I mean, everything was great up to that point. It, it, Owen Wilson, like I've never been a huge fan of Owen Wilson, but in this, I'm a huge fan of him. He is a precious boy and must be protected and, at all costs. Get him and, his goddamn jet ski. And with Kang, um, that performance is just. Fucking! Yeah. It blew Wandavision barely out of the water. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to rewatch all of them again and just do a, do a full well straight through. Apparently, they're changing things now. Oh yeah, I heard that they changed something in in the couple end things of in Wandavision. Yeah, they've changed a few things in Wandavision, so hmm. you have to go back and watch them again and go okay. All right, interesting. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so that'll be a bit for us. It's, this episode ran a bit longer than normal, but that's okay. We had a lot to talk about. Like they have been lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this one's a little bit longer than most normal ones, so this will be a fun edit. Anyways, that's fine. Uh. Uh, anything else? Anything, anything to promote? Anything? No. No? Kevin, anything? Uh, nope. When did you do anything? No? Nope. Oh, okay. You still doing when you? Yeah, Ian's just been too busy. Huh. He's a very busy boy. He's a busy boy. Fucking Ian. Ian, stop being so busy. And <laughs> so popular. I'll have to pick a good night and like get like seven videos in. <laughs> yeah, nice. All right, well, this has been Best Threesome Ever. This has been Best Threesome Ever, episode 132, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I am Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And we will see you uh, on the multiverse. In the multiverse. In the multiverse? You want to try all that again? Nope. All right. I'll leave it just like that. (laughs) Perfect. The views held here by the nerds of Best Threesome Ever do not directly reflect the views of nerds everywhere. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.